This is Mr. Impact Wrestling himself, Moose, and you're listening to the Irish Whip. Hookers? Hookers and Coke? Hookers and Coke, man. You're the only pro wrestler I know that wants to do this shit in the morning. Yeti, you're a f***ing moron. Put it this way, I think Sammy Callahan might as well just change his name to Invader I want to know why. Like, he can dodge any question. Like, I'll tell anyone that. You can tell me the f***, but I, I'm going to ask specific questions. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. WrestlingNewsSource.com all the rest of you yahoos are out there dilly-dilly you little wankers, we're actually receiving real wrestling news. This is Brett screwed Brett. I'm Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Brett screwed Brett. Hold two arm bar. Hey, get a nice shot of the brand new Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I hate you. I hate you. I hate your hat. I hate your t-shirts, I hate your wristbands, I hate your shoes, I hate your music, I hate the C-Nation, I hate everything that you stand for. So does rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> What's up, T.I.W. Mafia? JP here. Got Josh with us. And we got another special guest this week. The, the, the galaxy's most talented alien? The galaxy's greatest. Sorry, Gal- Galaxy Greatest Alien. I even, said before, I even said, I even told you before we came on, JP. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> Chris Statlander. Okay. It's all right. Chris... I'll remember this. So... <laughs> Chris, how's it going tonight? It's wonderful. Now, so great to be alive, you know? That's it. The area one raid is over. We made it. You, you survived. Yeah, well, I That's... wasn't there, but... No, but I'm sure you had some friends on the inside. Yeah, I, ha- I don't. I haven't heard anything from them. I don't know if they got out or not, but I didn't go back because I was a prisoner there, so don't tell anyone. <laughs> I, I, well, I mean, you get so much press lately, it's kind of hard for people not to be able to find you. Yeah, well, just, just pretend like we don't know, like no one knows who I am. I gotcha. Now, you were just... You wrestled on a beach the other day. In, yeah, yeah, last in, night, actually. In September in New England on a beach. Is Beyond Wrestling yeah. crazy? It was actually hot. Like, I, yes. we all got sunburned. I'm, I'm up in Boston myself, and, like, it was not, it's 90 degrees. It was a beach day today. It was, it's, it's insane weather right now, but that's... Yeah. Now, what's it like wrestling... Companies like Beyond that get so much attention, and you're you're a huge part of all of that. What's it like being a part of that? Uh, it's just a lot of fun. It becomes a family at that point because um, I do. I'm there so often, and a lot of there's a lot of um, similar faces that continue to come back, and then there's a lot of new faces you always meet. So it's always like a cool, growing family in a way. It's always one of my favorite places to be at. And I mean, you also just did chaotic wrestling too, right? That is correct. I did that on Friday. Was that your first time with Chaotic? No, I've been there quite a few times, actually. I think that was, like, my sixth time there. Okay. You talk about, yeah. like, I always say, like, because, like I said, I'm up in Boston. The New England Pro Wrestling Academy, which is affiliated with Chaotic, I always say is one of the top schools in New England. And yeah. you can't talk about the top schools in New England without talking about Creative Pro. 
And you were the first female graduate of Creative Pro Wrestling. That is correct. With Pat Uh, Buck and Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, Pat Buck and Kurt Hawkins are my head trainers. Um, There's actually technically two uh, Creative Pro uh, schools. One is in New York and one is in New Jersey. But I'm actually the first out of both schools to to, complete the training. So. I never knew that. I never knew there was, yeah. I, you know, of course, know who Creative Pro was and the whole history yeah. that they well, have. Technically, technically, it's Wrestle Pro, but they're joint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, you've also done some stuff in CZW, right? Oh, of course. Uh, where was that? CZW in the Dojo Wars. That was earlier on in 18, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I've yes. Done, um, I've done a lot of. WSU lately. I was I'm formerly their spirit champion. Um, so yeah, I, I've been there many a time. Now, how long ago did you actually start training? I started training in March of 2016, so like three years ago. Now, what I think is fascinating: when did you become a fan of professional wrestling? I have no idea. Um, so, how I got into wrestling, or I, I had no idea where my, my, okay, so my human father, he's been a fan of, huge fan of wrestling, um, like, his entire life. He, he like, showed it to me a few times because I, um, I was a gymnast, so he would show me, like, Rey Mysterio, and I'd be like, great, Dad, we do flips, cool, but I didn't ever watch it. Um, so eventually, blah, blah, later in life, I started training to be a stunt double. And then I had a friend who was a wrestler and then they were like, oh, well, let's just bring you in as like a manager or something. And then that's kind of how I got involved in it. So I was a manager for two years before I actually started training. But the only wrestling I ever watched in those two years was the matches that I was uh, like involved in. So. That's insane because you hear about all these people that were lifelong fans and, you know, it goes on and they've studied wrestling and their training brings them to the point you're at now. You're so talented. Like, I love when wrestling kind of revolves around the person's personality and character, if you will. And that's so much you. But then mixed with the talent, it's just incredible, the mesh you have. And it will be a damn shame if in 2019 doesn't become your year by the end of the year. If it's not, then 2020 is going to be. Yeah. Well, I think that the coolest thing for me, JP, is like she's – Chris hit on the biggest thing for me is the amount of gymnasts that we're starting to see. In pro wrestling, I mean, between Sadie Gibbs and Chris Stantland that's here with us, um, I mean, even going as far as Dana Brooke up in the WWE, it's, man, the, the gymnastics side of that and their ability to carry that into the ring is, I think that's one of the most influential parts so far of pro wrestling as a whole, not just everybody likes to break up male and female, but just as pro wrestling as a whole, I think it's elevated the game. Yeah, gymnastics training is, like, literally the most painful, most intense thing you will ever see in your life. Like, the amount of um, 
like work that you have to put in to get to a top level and they always want you to start off like really young because they want it's a lot easier to do gymnastics when you're small and the harder and more intense you go you kind of like stunt your growth in a way which I know this sounds like insane but this is true it's like the harder you work when you're smaller and younger the more the, the, the more delayed you go through puberty so you stay smaller for a longer time and that's why you see like so many little tiny people that are just like jacked out of their minds and you know everyone is so tiny who's a gymnast like um casey cadenzaro yeah yep. yeah 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 she, yeah, she she's a gymnast too i mean i'm sure she's probably always going to be that small too but like tiny people like that are a lot better at gym at gymnastics and it's just, it's a lot easier to move around and to be able to perform all like the aerodynamic moves and everything so yeah it's split gymnastics training is so in, intense it's like you go back and you look at like what you went through and you're like oh my god why did i do that yeah my Crazy. niece is my niece is like 10 years old and she made the decision because she, she was spending like three i mean you're looking at three hours on a daily basis during the summer. That's nothing though for a gymnast. Like three hours a day is nothing, right? Yeah, yeah. I um I personally I was um I think I went to training like four days a week and it was about four hours a day. Um and during like the high school like the school gymnastics also I joined my high school's varsity team when I was in seventh grade. Oh, so geez. I was doing like double yeah, I was doing double duty for six years. Now that's more, and that was obviously time-wise, that's more intense than pro wrestling training. Absolutely, Would you say, I was going to say JP. Yeah, physically as well. Oh yeah, because on um, you know, in like school gymnastics, one we have to set up all the equipment and everything, and also the floor is just a wrestling mat. It's not a spring floor like it is in like yeah. regular side club gymnastics. So. It's uh, it's very intense, but you know, there's no protection in gymnastics. There's no knee pads. There's no shoes. Uh, there's no elbow pads. There's no padding at all. It's just you and a leotard, and you're just throwing your body at inanimate objects, basically. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. I mean, no. is it when you're in the <laughs> ring? When you you're in the ring, and you, I try. I'm, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but comparatively, when you get in there and you run the ropes and you do what you do as far as the training in the ring. And the training in gymnastics, it's not, I mean, the gymnastics training, is it, is it comparable or not? It's, it's two totally different things, honestly. Um, but because I didn't know anything about wrestling, I, it's not like I went in there with any expectations. It was just like, okay, this is something new that I'm going to try. So whatever happens, this is just what it is. So it's not like I was like, oh my God, this is going to be possible i had no idea what i was doing so but do you um, do you think you took to it a little bit better do you feel like you took to it a little bit better because of your gymnastics training the flips and that type of thing plus just the whole coaching aspect of it absolutely yeah the um i so and also my stunt double training too like uh a lot of times you learn roles and like very early on in, re- in your wrestling training. So I already knew how to do like every single role and then like any sort of thing that they needed me to do. I, I had it spot on because that was the like, other stuff I learned. And I, like, I know how to control my body doing weird things anyway. So 
um, a lot of things in wrestling were a lot easier for me to pick up because of um, the amount of pain and destruction I put my body through throughout the years. Now, did you actually get any, did you do any stunt work? I've done, um, so to get into stunt work, you have to be a part of the sag After union, yeah. which it's, it's very expensive to join. So I haven't done it yet, yes. but I have done some nice things where I did, um, I did a prank show for MTV one time. Um, there's a thing on Amazon IMDB where I taught Jerry O'Connell how to repel. So really? Yeah. That is pretty damn cool. That's something that one person in the world can say they ever did, and you happen to be from out of the gap, yeah, from yeah, uh, out of the world. I, I think in, uh, that's the world's greatest alien teaching a superhero how to repel, right? I should be. I should. <laughs> no. I should teach everybody how to repel. How did you, like, when you started pro wrestling, I'm assuming you didn't just tell everybody, hey, I'm an alien. How did that come oh, about? No. How did so, you open yourself up to that? So, once I started, like, getting decent at wrestling, um, you know, I didn't know what I was doing or who I was or anything. And it, um, I, I wanted it to have a character, but I didn't know what to do. And everyone's like, you don't need a character. You're a really good women's wrestler that that should just be what you are and I'm like but that's boring like that's every single girl though so you know they always say like the people who are like 10 times themselves are usually the most that can you can connect with and I've I'm a weirdo and I can't I don't know that's just who I am so in a weird way it is kind of like me just playing up myself as I like strange as I it love, sounds I'm, I'm I love, such like a strange unique I don't know yeah, it, it's me. It's it's a weird way of saying it's me. You're outlandish in a good. I mean, I, I, to me, and this just because I'm I'm older, and it's I think it's really a generational thing where, like, the exposure, the the media. It's I I dislike the word normal, and I dislike the word weird. But to say, mm-hmm. I mean, to say that you are setting a standard to be, to let. Even my nieces, like just young women, to be individuals and accept that it's okay to yeah. not be like everybody else, I think is that's one of the coolest things about this. Not just not just on TV and not just on the internet, but as a whole, um, younger generations like yourselves just willing to do that and put yourself out there makes it a lot easier for the younger generation to accept that. So that, I think that's pretty cool, Chris. And I, I want you to know that me as a fan. Appreciate that, and I think the younger generation does more than you than you can than you can imagine right now. Well, I hope so because there's no way I'm ever going to be just like a, a typical boring person because I don't know how to do that. Because, like I said, no, sorry, I just got home and my sister was just yelling at me. Oh, she doesn't realize that I'm on a podcast. <laughs> Wait, oh. the Irish whip here and family issues live. <laughs> not live. Yeah, God damn. Can't get enough. I can't get some alone time on my spaceship anymore. Jeez. No now my dog is running at me. Oh boy. Josh, you might All not right. have seen this. Did you see the first round match announced for King of Trios at Chikara? Oh, uh, what, my uh, matches? Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. I know. No. I'm so I, I saw that and I was just like, "What am I doing? What's happening?" It's the Puppet so Pump family. 
So G- Jordan Grace, Big Papa Pump, and Little Petey Pump. Yeah, yeah. Versus. Nerd or Death Chris. No, is that what the NDK is going to stand for in this? NDK Absolutely. Chris Statlander. Oh my God, That's the dude! First are you round serious? Match. <laughs> I put yeah. it out on. I, I did it on Twitter, and I said, "You got, you got two legends, an alien, the Steiners, and Jordan Grace." That is yeah. insane. <laughs> like that only happens in it, Chris. Chikara is a pretty cool thing. Like it's, it's been, it's, just, it's defined us as pro wrestling fans. I think, yeah. and it's. Mm-hmm. What is King of Trios? Because JP's bringing it up. What's it mean to you to, to be part of a King of Trios where you've seen, I mean, Jackson boys. I mean, you've seen uh, yeah. the Sendai girls. We've seen um, Mustache Mountain Boy. I mean, everybody that's anybody seems like they've gone to King of Trios. I, I, I mean, Shaza McKenzie made her first appearance last year. That was pretty cool. That was a highlight. So, well, I mean, what's it mean for you not only to be an alien, but to be in the King of Trios part of NDK? That's cool. I mean, it's super awesome, and I'm super honored. And, um, you know, I wish I knew those things that you had just mentioned, but, like, <laughs> I have also, I don't know anything about wrestling. And I feel so terrible about it, but I wish I did. And it, it's really cool that I get to be a part of something that's so big. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I just I wish I understood. Like I don't think of- I don't think you should feel bad about it at all because honestly it gives people a really new perspective rather than just beating the old shit to death. It's really I wouldn't ever apologize for not knowing the history of pro wrestling ever. Uh, That's- just be just because uh, you're as talented as you, as you are as the alien that you are. Um, I, I would mm-hmm. never apologize for not knowing that history. Um, because when you're able to be part of it, you don't really have to know it. That's just my opinion, though. <laughs> no, I agree. Anytime someone asks, I'm going to say, well, the boys at the Irish Whip podcast told me. That's right. Not apologize, so screw you. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Now, have you, do you, that being said, have, do you go back and watch old wrestling or do you follow the new stuff now? Uh, I try to keep up with what's going on now just because, you know, it's the world I'm in and I should I should know what's going on around me. Even though most of the time I don't, I try to watch old matches, but I, I am, I, I can't do it sometimes. I just, I don't know. I'm terrible. I need to watch more wrestling and I just don't. I just I never just... get around to it. Like women's wrestling, and I know you're you're a great wrestler. You're not a great women wrestler. You're a great wrestler. Period. And but Thanks. women's wrestling has evolved so much over the past like twenty, like thirty years. But really, in the last twenty years, it's evolved so much. And I, I just, I would love to revisit this in a couple of months with you and see if you've watched a couple old matches and what you think. Of what was happening then compared to what's happening now in women's wrestling in particular. Yeah, if I um, if I ever have like gone back and watched stuff, honestly, it's never been a women's match. And that yeah. shows. It's, you know what? She, yeah. I think Chris is the perfect student. Like, Wrestle Pro just like plucked her out, said nothing exists but us, and this is how you do it. Like, she's like the perfect student, right, JP? Oh yeah. Because it's like, you know, 
You can take There's somebody. No, no preconceptions, no nothing. It's just a blank slate. You can take somebody yeah, that understands math and try to teach them this new math that's fucking going on now. Well, I'm pretty good at old math. I can't do this new math. <laughs> and I think it's the same thing. Like, if you had studied wrestling before, the way wrestling mm-hmm. is now might not have come so easy to you. Yeah. That's, that might be that might be why it, it might be for the best that I know absolutely nothing. <laughs> I, I still feel like I know nothing. I had no idea what I'm doing ever. <laughs> no. <laughs> when promoters like book you and stuff, do they ever say, "Hey, I want something similar to this?" And you're like, "Yeah, sure," and then just go out and do what you do anyway. Um. So usually if stuff like that happens, sometimes like people will be like, oh, can we do this like, um, I don't know. Or like, okay, well, here's an example. Like my trainer, Pat Buck, he'll always be like, oh, we're going to go over like the um, the Tiger Mask uh, Dynamite Kid spot. And now I know what it is because he told me. But, um, you know, if I if I didn't know what it was and you said that to me, trying to like figure something out i'd be like you need to walk me through this because i have no idea who either of those people are which is again that is so cool like this is this is so cool like this is the coolest thing we've (laughs) never been able jp we've never in the decade that we've done this been able to, to do this where it's like she literally doesn't know and that's the coolest part of this you should do your own podcast, Chris, where you watch old wrestling for the first time. <laughs> where she tortures herself. I should, do, I should have on my podcast, I should have it just be people submitting wrestling history questions and me saying, I don't know, next. Well, no, like and if you, you could do it so that you watch like uh, WrestleMania 3 and then you do a reaction to it, like do a different one each week, maybe just... The, you only got to take 15 minutes and really do the main event. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just react to that for a half hour. I think that would be, you take somebody that's in wrestling, and your independent wrestling is the biggest it's been in a long time right now. And you're a huge mm-hmm. part of that in the Northeast, which to me is probably the biggest territory out there right now. And you're a huge part yeah. of all of the major promotions that are up here. So you could get that following and then like, hey, listen, I was never really a wrestling fan. I am now. I love what I'm doing. But I'm going to watch these old matches I never saw before that everyone tells me is great. And I'm going to react to them and just give a very raw opinion on them. Oh, she doesn't have the time. Make... I'm not going to do that. People are going to be mad. <laughs> well, mad, you know, controversy equals cash, right? No. Uh, uh, I don't know. So, does it make it easier for you when you're in the locker room with legends? I guess so. I, I've never been starstruck in wrestling. I mean, if I if I've like heard of someone and you see them, you're like, oh, that's them. That's cool. But then it's just like, you know, we're all wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. You're at that that particular day. You're all your peers. Yeah. You know, you got- sometimes it's it's hard because like sometimes I don't know who people are and I feel bad that I like I feel like I should show I have to show like obviously like if you see legends like they there's a respect level and they're like yeah. that they deserve because they've been doing this for how long and they've given their bodies to this and have done so much for the business but 
I feel bad when I don't know who they are and I feel like I can't give them the the respect that they deserve. But at the same time, I also don't like totally freak out like, oh my God, it's this person. Uh, so I guess it's, it's like a two-way street. Now you've got a pretty big commute tonight for a show. That is correct. You're going over to the UK? Yep. First time. First time overseas. That's awesome. That's like yeah. that's a huge thing in wrestling to you know be able to travel like that. Yeah, now, what I'm you, super. Excited. What's your tour? I mean, how long are you gonna be over there, and what is your tour gonna exist consist of? So, I fly out tonight, which is a Monday night at 10 p.m. I get in around I think like 9:30 ish their time in the morning. The show is Tuesday night at 7:30 p.m. I go back to my hotel, I wake up, and it's Wednesday morning at 10.35 a.m. I'm at the airport flying home. Wow. Wow. So they're, I'm I mean, this is legit. Day. They're bringing you over for one show, and that's that's legit right there. Like, no tour, no nothing. You're doing a show, and you're coming home. That's pretty big right there. Yeah. They were going to try and get me more shows for the whole weekend, but I had other previous bookings, and I like to honor bookings that i've already made so very professional and that's the absolutely. way absolutely that is absolutely the way yeah. to conduct yourself yeah i felt that i was like i hope you don't mind wasting your money on me for a day like i wish i could stay for the whole week and like do more shows over here but they were like super they're like yeah no that's totally fine i was like okay right, i think pe- i think much- i think people are gonna are starting to see like what we see like i appreciate the fact that Certain, you know, there's there's no starstruck. There's no, and you. I don't think you should be. Again, I don't think you should be apologetic for not knowing the history of somebody that walks in that locker room because it's. I don't think it's a state of. It, it's not something that's taught in school. It's just. It's one of those things that if you're if you're a pro wrestling fan, you're usually pretty into it, and you've taken a totally different avenue and approach. And I don't ever think that you, again, I don't ever think you should apologize or be apologetic for it. Um, and I think it, I, I, I dislike the word um, gimmick, but I really think that it works into who you really are as far as being um, the alien that you are, because it's, it's, it's the honest truth. And I think the truth just breaks down that barrier, makes it even more raw and real, because if it's real, it goes over more than anything else. And I think it's cool as hell. Absolutely, I agree. Thank you, <laughs> JP. Thank you I mean, this is this is new for us, JP. Like usually, it's... we've got somebody on here that is. I mean, this is totally new. Like, am I off base when I'm saying this? Like, am I no. at all? Like, there, she shouldn't be apologetic at all, right? No, not at all. Because <laughs> it's not like you did a model search and got signed to the WWE off a contract, ever never watched a wrestling match. You were a yeah. gymnast, you had some athletic ability, somebody suggested you go to a show, then you went to the training school, you got trained, and then you started wrestling. You did everything in the right order. You just never happened to watch wrestling. There's actors, and I hate the comparison, but there's actors that never watched a soap opera that make millions of dollars being on soap operas. Yeah, that's true. So you don't, I don't think you owe anyone an apology. And, you know, if you, you've obviously never seen anything that's really inspired you to go back and watch a match. 
but you follow the current product and you love what you're doing. Like you're getting to yeah. do how, how much traveling outside of the Northeast in the U S have you done anything? Oh yeah. I've been to California, um, Florida, North Carolina a lot. Uh, this weekend I'm going to New Jersey on Thursday and then I have to go to Chicago on Saturday. Uh, yeah. So that's pretty, like you get to see the whole country and now the world. Yeah. I've been to Canada a few times. So I'm definitely traveling a lot. I don't plan out my weekends like organized. So I, you know, so I'm like, oh, I'm in New England for this whole weekend. And then I go to the Midwest this whole weekend. It's just like, okay, I'm going to go to New England and then like the Massachusetts Friday, then I'm going to go to Chicago Saturday, Sunday, I'll be in New Jersey. And then it's like, I, I don't plan ahead. I just say yes, yes, yes. And then I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm not sleeping. Okay. <laughs> what is your, I got to know what the, what, what does the family think about where you're at and what you're doing right now? And just how quickly you've gotten to where you're at and been able to travel and do what you're doing now. What, what are their thoughts? They love it. They are super, super supportive of me, and um, they just want me to go as far as I can and do everything that I can with it. Do you have goals for yourself at this point in wrestling? Nope, I have zero goals because I don't know. I don't know what I want. I just want to, I guess, make wrestling better. Oh, my God, that is... That's Thank you. Good Thank you for us. That perks. yeah. <laughs> like, like that's it. Just one sentence. That short term goal, long term goal. That's everything covered in yeah. one sentence. JP. Make wrestling better. There just wants to make wrestling better. You need to make a make wrestling great again. Hats. <laughs> yes. yes. You know, I started saying thing that um, it's kind of similar, where I say like everything I do is for the greater good. Okay. Of yeah. mankind or of the galaxy? Everything. For the greater good of everything. Okay. Now. When does this, you, Chris, I, when does this become, and you're on that journey right now, like, is it hitting you when you wake up, like, this is what I'm doing, this is my life now. Like, this is legitimately my, my life. And it's... I. It's only going to get, I don't want to say worse, but it's only going to get a little bit more busier and the time is going to be a lot more valuable. Do you look at it at that aspect right now or is it just a day-by-day thing for you? Uh, I mean, it's both. It's definitely a day-by-day thing because I have to make sure I know what I'm doing every single day. Um, But it's also like, you know, if I do get a day off, I'm just like, oh my God, what am I, I, this is, this is my life. I'm. Like, it doesn't seem like a big deal to me because as a wrestler, like, I was kind of made aware that this is what's going to happen. So I knew, like, something like this would happen. So I was mentally prepared for it. Um, And, you know, it's like what you expect after a while. Like, okay, yeah, I'm obviously going to start traveling. People are going to want to see me all over eventually. So, you know, you're going to have to go all over to, like, really – pursue this if this is really what you plan on doing and i've just kind of accepted it as this is just what the job is and i'm just here to do my job you know and do you think that i'm going to follow up jp do you think not only the physical preparation and the time spent in gymnastics but the mental part of the gymnastics do you think that prepares you more than the physical part for what you're doing now 
maybe. Uh, the the mental part of gymnastics is to just kind of like never give up and it's like you know if you don't work hard and try hard you're never going to get better um when it comes to stunt double training that i feel like that probably mentally prepared me a lot for a lot more for wrestling um because it was like you know don't think just do your body knows what you're doing you've trained your body to know what you're doing and to trust yourself so just go out there and do it don't think about it that's and you definitely like the stunt double training is is a lot of the stuff along the same ideas as pro wrestling absolutely not stunt doubling is way safer than pro wrestling okay (laughs) that's osha stuff there i think well yeah i mean as far as like you get the i mean but the not so much what you're landing on but the actual style of it no it's always safer Really? Okay. But see, what you can do is you can, like, with all these outfits and everything that you wear, you can sneak, like, a whole bunch of, like, full-body padding in there. Um, I've been on fire three times. <laughs> Nothing happened. So, okay. I've, I've been by cars. Uh, you get, like, you do wow. the things where it's, like, get ex- like um, if you see in a movie when there's, like, an explosion and you see someone, like, get flown back, we've done that. Um even fight scenes and everything too, like they're yeah. you're you're not touching each other in stunt fight scenes. So. That much I knew. Yeah. Yeah, about the fight the, scenes. The choreography? Is that what you're talking more along the lines of JP well, as far no, as No, I mean like the way you fall, was it is it similar to taking a bump, that type of thing? Gotcha. As far no, as not... Okay. The, the the whole stunt double thing threw me off. I wasn't, I had read up, you know, and I've watched it. I've gone, to, I've been at a few Beyond shows and stuff like that. So, um, it's I'm a fan, but the whole being a stunt double threw me off, and that's just that's fascinating to me. Yeah. That's now. Do you read comics? I know that seems real random. But I'm going to explain why I asked in a second. Uh, no, I don't read comics. I do very much enjoy like comic movies though okay like i think like for my my biggest goal when it comes to stunts is i always wanted to be the um the stunt double for the lead actress in a superhero movie or something like that like that's what i really wanted to do because i love superhero movies okay you still got lots of time you still got lots of time yeah, that's <laughs> there was a there, there's a, a independent comic book out there that we've we've talked to them in the past. Um, Invasion from Planet WrestleTopia, and it's basically uh-huh. a there's a planet out there in the galaxy WrestleTopia that they catch. They're able to catch our broadcast TV, but they, it takes about twenty years to travel to them, and they see a wrestler in the eighties challenge anyone in the galaxy and they wind up coming in and they build a whole steel cage around planet earth and they start just trying to fight everybody it's kind of interesting (laughs) are you you trying to get to the were you trying to get to the question jp were you trying to ask if she's from planet wrestletopia yes no no what planet are you from so i just i just from the Andromeda Galaxy. I don't specify which planet because I don't want people to know which one it is. Okay. 
okay. take over my planet. So I, it's from the Andromeda Galaxy. That's all I'll say. How close of how close are our science fiction movies like Star Wars and Star Trek to reality on the other uh, planets? I'm not going to tell you. That's classified, go. bro. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you, you go up there and figure it out yourself, okay? That's. I you know I have to ask. I I don't get. It's not often I get to talk to an actual alien, so I do have to ask. Yeah, no. well, it's not often I get to talk to smart humans, so, eh. And you still don't. Yeah, <laughs> look at us. <laughs> we're, not, we're not even smart marks. <laughs> What's no. the most, where, where's the most unique, I know, I've seen you, JP said, we've seen you in the beach, I think a couple weeks ago, I saw you on a dock wrestling somewhere. Yeah, that was another beach type thing, but. Yeah, I did. I did take a human into the water with me. So, yeah, was, was that What's... AG show? It was the um, what was it called? It was the Suck Me Crew show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That it was, one. Yeah. It was good. It was forget, good stuff. Uh, it was called Rumble on the Docks. That's what it was. Okay. It. Yeah. <laughs> there was no ring involved. It was just go out there, have fun. I don't know. Really? How are how are you? You've been booked on a couple GCW shows recently, right? Just just the one, I think. Okay. Was the uh, only reason one. I the only reason I ask is is the atmosphere there a little bit different than most places when you get there? The GCW? Yes. Uh, what do you mean? Like as far as being in the ring or like in the locker room? Just overall atmosphere, like the fans and, and going there. I mean, because I know you've beyond is the whole, you know, WSU, beyond chaotic, a lot of those places. And when you talk about um, a GCW show or even West Coast, I guess that's do you can you tell a difference between different places when you go there and, and just the energy being the alien that you are? Or is it, I mean, is it just another wrestling show? Uh, in a way, it's just another wrestling show to me. Because, you know, like I was saying, it's, it's just my job and I'm just doing what I'm doing. Um, but I, I know, like, the GCW show I did in um, Los Angeles, that was my first time wrestling in California. And, the, like, the reactions I got just from being there was insane to me. Like, the fact that people knew who I was. Anytime I make a debut and people know who I am already, that's, it's still surreal to me. I'm just like, you, you know me? You know, I think that's and that's that's the route I think I was getting to. Is it is it getting I don't know if it ever gets a little bit more familiar, but is it getting to the point where you're like, wow, these I'm people know me like people know who I am. It's um, I don't think I'll ever get used to it, to people knowing who I am. No, you know. is it an uncomfortable thing? I mean, is it is it uh, is it un- is it uncomfortable? Um. So the way I see it is like they all know and love alien Chris Statlander. They don't know human form Chris Statlander. So there's a somewhat difference with that. And I think and that, gives, I th- that gives me comfort in knowing that like they don't they they'll never know all of me. 
I think that's the key. I and JP and I talked about this before, but but like uh, Mercedes went through the same thing. I mean, with Sasha, she had to take a break because yeah. there wasn't a line between Mercedes and Sasha. It became yeah. she became Sasha, and and it wasn't a good thing. And I think that's that that you have that ability now to do that and and know that there's parts of you that you should always hold back. I think is a, a cool thing. Another, I mean, that's another unique thing that you don't necessarily get taught in the business but um you, you've got that solid ground and i think it's you keep the alien alien and you keep the human human i think that's a really good thing yeah we can't let those can't let the streams cross you know you know what happens <laughs> <laughs> no. when you came to earth what was your intention to take over the world what it's else like in, would it be it's like invader zim <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know because, you know, some, I'm assuming some, you know, aliens might want to come and be friends. Some like you, like you seem like you're a, a friendly alien. So if you took over the world, it might not be a horrible thing. Well, well, tell the rest of the world that you let them know. Well, you know. I think she's doing that already on her own. I think she's doing a good yeah. enough job spreading the word. Yeah, you really are selling the world. <laughs> and you maybe are taking... how friendly I am, and then maybe they'll all agree, and then let me just take over nice easily. You are taking over the world on your own, and you're doing a hell of a job with it. Well, well thank you. So, it's... What do you... What are you... I, I got to know, like, some of uh, influences... I mean, obviously, your pro wrestling has never really been one of those things that you've ever really been interested in. It's it's your job and what you're doing now. It's your profession. What are what are some of your inspirations? Uh, people that um, have inspired you to be who you are right now. Um, I I don't I have no idea. I guess I'm my own inspiration. You know, uh, but like in a way, also like there are so many people on top of like um pat buck and kurt hawkins my head trainers uh there's been so many people at creator pro that have helped me become who i am um be comfortable with who i am and have really made me turn it up a notch with what i do and like refuse to settle for anything less than the best from me uh so i'd say like people who have helped me inspire me because i would love to be able to give that back to someone what they've done for me now, do those guys, do, like Kurt and Pat, do they still sort of follow your career and give you advice? Oh, yeah. They're, they're always around. They're always watching. They're, they're mom and dad. That's pretty cool because they're both, at this point, WWE employees. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's pretty cool to have that. Like, most people... JP will te- test this. Like, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins is almost my favorite tag team ever. Yeah. It's just one of those things, like Zach Ryder with the Inter- Intercontinental Championship belts, like that. I just want him to hold it forever. It's one of those things. It's the, those guys and the rawness in the realness that they bring. I think is what's so freaking cool about them. They're just raw and they're real. Yeah, it is. is it, they're fun it, to it, watch. And but I mean, I'm sure because when you got when you get guys like that, most training schools, other than Create a pro and Booker T's got his school still. There's no there's no schools run by 
WWE contracted wrestlers. Yeah. You know, it might have been guys who were 10 years ago, 20 years ago, whatever, or guys who never were, but maybe know how to train and teach. So did that come into play when you were picking your school? Uh, no. Because, again, I didn't know anything about wrestling. Uh, so I just kind of looked for the closest school to me and create a pro was there. And it was just match made in heaven. JP, so this is we're trying to do this interview like she actually. This is so cool. Like this is just you were asking the whole question in my mind. I'm I'm sitting there going, she probably doesn't give two shits. Like really, I bet she just picked the school and went. <laughs> That's yep. like so. It was sort of luck of the draw. Because that you look, is, I mean, you look at who's so come awesome. out of who's come out of Creative Pro yourself. One one of Josh, another one of your favorites, MJF. Yeah, MJF. You know, there's so much mm-hmm. talent that's come out of there and that's going to come out of there. Yeah. Now, who and were you? Part of that, like, everyone who helped out there just cares so much about, you know, not just teaching people how to wrestle, but making sure they're wrestling well and being easy to work with and have good attitudes and stuff like that. And, and you hear so much about like so much drama going on in so many places and creator pro is just like one giant, like brotherhood. I know I'm a girl, but like, it's, it's a brotherhood. It's, it's, multiple, it's, it's a brotherhood. And it's just, it's like the best. It's like my, it's like the first time I felt like it was like a home away from home. We had a guy on last week who you've probably never heard of Barry Horowitz, but he was a jobber in the eighties and nineties, literally with the WWF for over 10 years. And he was mm-hmm. saying I've how, heard of him. I don't know. I don't know much. I've, I've heard the name before, though. What he said about women's wrestling now is that you can tell that these girls train with the guys. So you are a bro, as far as that's yeah. concerned. Like back in the day, it was separate. It was very segregated. Girls didn't train with yeah. the guys because they wrestled a different style. Now they don't. Now you don't wrestle a different style. I'm not a fan of intergender matches myself. Dumb. But yeah, when. Dumb. Yeah, but I, I admit, like, when I watch a match, an intergender match, and I think you girls have the hottest part of that and make me realize I'm not watching an intergender match, I'm just watching a wrestling match, then I can enjoy it. And I think you do that. I think Jordan Grace does that. And Solo the, Darling does it. Yeah. T- Tessa does it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, um, what you were saying about, like, with the, the girls have to train with the girls and the guys have to train with the guys, for the majority of my like initial training at Creative Pro, I was the only girl there, so I had no option to train with girls. And they didn't treat you any different, did they? Like it had no bearing on anything. Any if if anything, they probably dogged you a little bit more. Not really. Um, so there, there's always like you know there's certain ways of doing certain moves and whatnot. They'd be like, oh yeah, so you can. This is like the normal way of learning this, but there's also like the you know the quote unquote girl version of doing it. And I was just like, man, I'm not doing that. Are you kidding me? I'm not putting myself at a lower tier already. So that's also me just being like, no, I got. It. Don't worry. Now, do you have not having not been a wrestling fan? Is there a match out there with anybody that you want to have that you just know you'd have a a good time within the ring and have a fun match? Um, there's, uh, there's not like, I just want to wrestle everyone. I, you know, there's so many different people out there, different styles. Uh, 
I've, I've had, I've made so many friends in wrestling. I'd love to be able to work with all my friends. Um, you know, and it's not ever like, um, I, I feel bad because I don't really ever have like dream matches that I would love to have, but it's like, you know, I just want to do everything and work with everyone because why not? Well, that's why you're in New England one day and Chicago the next because you're saying <laughs> right? yes to every exactly. match out there. Yeah. But at the same point, I think that's good because that doesn't um, that doesn't like oversaturate you when you kind of travel like that. So, you know, you can work New England every day and hit ABC one day, DEF company the next, GHI, and I'm pretty sure those are all real companies up here in Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> um, like you could hit all of them in a week period, but you're gonna see all the same fans every time. Yeah. So if you travel and you're in California, you're in Chicago, you're in Florida, you're in New York, New Jersey, you know, upstate New York, in all those areas, you're going to see, you you might see one or two of the same fans every day, but you're also going to see mostly a house of different people. Exactly, yeah. Like, the, the, the fact that I live in New York and I maybe wrestle in New York, like, once every other month. It's insane. That is cool. It's a lot of driving. Yeah, but I don't mind it. You get used to it, so. Do you have traveling partners? Depends on where I am and where I'm going. But, yeah, there's always big people for certain areas that I go. Any fun road stories yet? Not really. No. I'm not like a... There hasn't been anything, like, super, super wild that'd be worth telling you. It's mostly just, like, us berating someone that we're in the car with for the entire trip. That's <laughs> it. Okay. As long as it's not you getting berated, that's a good thing. Oh, no, no, no. That will never happen. <laughs> they know better. Do you prefer to drive or ride passenger? Um, so... A lot of times I prefer to drive because I like having my car there. But if I'm not the one driving, then I want to be passed out in the back. Okay. That's, that's, that's me. Both of those things make sure you're not the one getting berated. Exactly. You're not going to get berated when you're sleeping, and you're sure as hell not going to berate the driver. So that's, that's kind of smart yeah, planning. Yeah, I don't the car right off the road. They don't, they, they don't <laughs> mess around. Are you uh are you a gamer, Chris? Like is it your generation seems to game a lot. Do you game? Uh video games? No. That is my sister. She's a video game person. Got you. So I mean you it's is she she your uh older sister? Yeah, she's older than me. Yeah. Those ones are always the weird ones like me. We're the weirder <laughs> ones. Well, you could say that, but then here I am dressing up as an alien and wrestling. What do you mean <laughs> trust? What do you mean dressing up? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm morphing into human, into alien form. My bad. <laughs> We're such assholes. <laughs> well, no, because we've done like, so like, I've told you before, like we could have gone either way with this, and I think people understand the gist of things at this point. As I'm sitting yeah, here well, wearing a green ant okay. shirt. Hey, hey. If they don't, just keep your mouth shut, all right? Exactly. That's, That's right. Listen, I'm a I'm a big proponent of that. Now, mm-hmm. have you wrestled for Chikara before? 
or was trios your first um, time? This was my first time wrestling for Chikara. You realize it's not going to be your last time, right? We, we don't know. Expect the unexpected. I am telling I, you. I've already, I'm already, no, this is like, this am, is the perfect place you, for, oh my God. You are a Chikara wrestler. Uh, I am an alien wrestler. Thank you. you are, you're <laughs> you're an alien wrestler that will fit. Like you're gonna fit so well in there, um, in the ring with all of their person. They they get, they're all outlandish personalities, and it, it's cool. They're all it's very character based. It's just so fun. Like that's the stuff I love. I'm sitting here wearing a Green Ant shirt now, <laughs> and. <laughs> You, it's you're gonna have a blast with that. Um, I just think it's cooler than sh- I think it's just cool shit that I could. She's hanging out with Anthony. Um, went to school with Maxwell. Um, hanging out with a dirty man, Dickinson. Yeah. I mean, there's Josh, Josh there's, Briggs. Yeah, there's just some really good people around you. Not only at the school, yeah. but the people that you're with right now. And I, it just elevates the game and I mean, so those guys are all top tier hands yeah. down and you're in that tier like you're you're hanging with those guys like you're with those guys on so many shows for a reason because you belong on those shows yeah well thank you that, yeah. that really does mean a lot to me hearing that what do you have coming up for dates other like we just talked about king of trios which is the weekend of october 4th 5th and 6th uh, you're in London. To, uh, it, what part of the UK are you in tomorrow? I'll be in Manchester. So you're in England tomorrow. What else do you got coming up? Uh, I have a show in New Jersey, uh, the Russell Pro Shotgun Thursday night show this Thursday. I'm wrestling Dan Moss. Oh, um, nice. What? What? Yeah, <laughs> I have AAW in Chicago. Um. Sammy's that's Sammy Callahan's area. Yes, that is correct. Okay, I know um, this is all like this shit that she's doing right now. That's the groove, JP. Like that's it. Like she's hitting them all. Yeah. AW oh. Chikara. I mean, she's going over to the UK, and it's just wait till Defy and PCW come along. That's even gonna be more fun. If you're if you're wait hanging till... out with fucking Dan Moff right now, it's just gonna happen. Me? Japan. Right. I'm You're, excited. I'm excited, Chris. Are you? You, you, you are by far Japan early 2020. You're Japan bound. I'm calling that now. Some point in 2020, right. you're, you're Japan bound. I'm calling that now. On the air. Hold me, hold me to that. Yeah, thank you. Do you have you given that thought, Chris? Like, have you said, like, if that offer comes up to where she has no could... idea what wrestling in Japan means? I know, but what I'm saying is, like, how do you, like, uh, like, <laughs> who plans that for you? Like, somebody says and says, you know, if Kirk comes up and says, hey, we want you to go spend two weeks over at Stardom or two months over at Stardom or we want you to go over to Zero One and hang out at a dojo, do you just go? Like, if they say, hey, this is what's up next, you, do you just go? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if, that's what the, if that's what people are asking me to do and I'm available to do it, then sure, yeah, I'll do it. Just just hop in the spaceship and go, huh? Just gotta go with the flow. Go with the flow. 
I can I can honestly say this, JP. Like I, you know, I've been excited for people, right? Like I've been excited for them to to go. Anthony for one, like he's yeah, he's, oh. you know, talking about Anthony Green, of course. Yeah, Drew Gulak is another one. Oh, like well, well, <laughs> it's just for me to sit here and like I had we've done our research, Chris, and and we know uh, we know a few things, but we were like, where did the like, there's absolutely, there is not a pro wrestling bone in your body besides what you're building. And I think that's what is so unique and what you're going to bring to pro wrestling that it needs is that breath of fresh air. That's not the same old script, man. Right, JP? Yeah. And the other thing is, like, there's so many people that go to wrestling school and just don't have, and I, I, I don't, I'm not going to name any names. But there's just people that go to wrestling school and don't necessarily have an athletic bone in their body. But it's all that they wanted, and they think they have to do it, and they don't realize that there's other parts of pro wrestling that they could do. And yeah. you you come in, and you just have this natural ability. And I'm sure you worked hard to get it to make it look like a natural ability. But, like, your training, your whole background kind of led to this without you knowing it. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, I somehow and, designed myself to be a pro wrestler, and I didn't even know it, so. Yeah, that's, I, I mean, you really did set yourself up for this. And I'm glad it's at a point where you don't have to necessarily be under contract to sort of make a career out of it now. Yeah. Who establishes, no. like Chris? Who 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 establishes where you get booked and what you do? Is that your ultimate decision? Is that do you decide where, when, and how? Yeah, I mean, and also it's like you know, if the company wants to bring me in, I'm not, I'm not just gonna be like, hey, put me on your show, I'm coming. And then I wrestle. There you go. Now, how how long after you started training did they come to you and say, hey, you're ready, you're show ready? Um, well, so I started my training in March of 2016. I debuted for my school shows on uh, November of 2016. Wow. And in that time, in June of 2016, I broke my heel, so I was out for two months. So, yeah, so I, know. I don't know what that's, but... March, April, May, and then you're out June and July. So really, like... Actually, it was the end of June. It was the end of June. So March, April, May, June, most of June training. Uh, so like July and August, I was out. Came back where I started, I stepped foot and I started, I went back to training the day after I got my cast off. And then uh, that was like probably the first week of September. And then I debuted in November. That's, that's. That's what they call mental acuity. Yeah. That's, that's not a very long like, time. Okay. I'm sure to you it probably seemed like it was ages and years at the time, but that's really not that long. Now, were you also doing shows as a manager at the time? I know you said you kind of managed that before you went to the school. Yeah, I was doing those shows still. Now, who were you managing? Was it just people up in that New York, New Jersey? It was, yeah, it was people, uh, I don't think... You wouldn't know, probably know them, um, but you might actually. Do you know uh, Steve Gibke? I've like heard the, the name. Muscle okay. 
they were a different team. Him and uh, Tony Vincita, they were they were a different team name called the Down Boys, but they they were the guys that I was managing. Okay, I used to like. I used to make the trips to New York and New Jersey with a few of my buddies who were like referees or talent on the shows, and uh, but that was yeah. we're going back like ten, fifteen years, and the difference, and you can probably attest to this now, the difference between wrestling in New York, New Jersey, New England, like everywhere, kind of has its own style. How do you adapt as you're going into a new territory? Uh, I just do my thing because I don't have a specific style. I'd like to adapt to where what I'm doing with okay. or who I'm in the ring with where I am, I just kind of see what they do, and I kind of base what I do off of them and put my own little twist on there. Now, as an alien, do you have any superpowers? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> if you did... In time. In time, JP, well, you'll see if them. You, but if you did, do you feel like it would be breaking the rules to use them in a wrestling match? I'm not asking if you've ever no. used them or if you would use them. Just if you think it would give you uh, too okay. much of an Here's edge. Do you have a High Spots account? Yes. The High Spots Wrestling Network. Yep. So this should, this should be up. There should be a match up there. It's um, me versus Clara Sinclair. I think it's called called Stone Cold Queens. It's some Queens of Combat. Uh, her thing that she did is like she's the last Jedi of professional wrestling, and we did the entire match only using the Force on each other, and it was three sixteen day. So the finish was a Force stunner, and the only time we touched each other was for the the final pin. That is your JP. That's your dream match. That is <laughs> that your dream is, match, JP. That is awesome, and I am gonna go and find that. Yeah. Awesome. So. Look up if you can find it's me and Clara Sinclair. That that there's it's the only match where she and I ha, is our only ever match, and um, we use the entire match using literally not literally not touching each other at all. And that's on the that's on the High Spots Network. It should be yeah. Now, JP, we've been going for an hour. We gotta yeah. we gotta. We're gonna edit this out, but she's got to get ready for the UK. I'm sure yes. too. But I'm like yeah. Chris. We could literally we, we could sit here and pick your brain all night because uh, JP is fascinated. I can see his wheels turning right now. <laughs> it, it's we've never done an interview quite like this. Never with an alien. I know. I let it go with the flow because I, I can't tell you what what there is and what there's not because I don't. I like I said, I don't know. That's. And that's then that's not wrong. That's totally right, if you ask me. Where can people find mm-hmm. you online? Uh, so Twitter and Instagram are both at Call Me Chris Dat. What about like that's a UF? Me. What about a UF Facebook type of thing? UFO Facebook. I have a personal Facebook, but they're not allowed to yeah. see oh, that. Is there is there stuff? I mean, out of galaxy stuff. Is there stuff? Like that's the world it's wide web. Is there a world gal? Okay, there's no world galaxy web we can give out. There's, there's no, there's no alien Facebook page. No. She can't tell you, JP. Even if there was, that's the whole yeah. thing. You keep asking Listen, these questions, yeah. and you keep getting the same answer, I'm, no matter what I'm, question you ask her. It's I'm the hoping same I'll, answer. I'm hoping I'll slip her up, and she'll answer one of them, she's so wrong. we can get she's some. Too, she's these, too good for you. She's too these good. idiots. No. These idiots rated Area Fifty One, where we could just ask an alien questions. I know, and that's why they're idiots. Yeah. We got the real alien here, and they just could have figured it out. But 
you keep digging and she keeps giving you the same answer. I'm she not... does. She, she definitely <laughs> outsmarted me. <laughs> and that's not yeah, hard to I, I do. I'm catching on. Don't worry. <laughs> Chris, thank you so much for doing, taking the time out. Um, I'm sure you probably get it. If you're anything like me and you get a flight coming up tonight, you probably have to do all your packing right now. So we won't hold <laughs> you up anymore. Well, thank you for having me. I, I was, it was a lot of fun. You bet, Chris. Is there? A, I just want to. I just want to wish you the best of luck. And like JP said, if, if that opportunity comes up in Japan, um, I am so looking forward to having a chance to sit down and talk to you about that experience if you get it, which I'm sure you probably will. But yeah, uh, again, thank you so much for taking the time, and um, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate having our first alien on the show and. A refreshing view for once, JP. <laughs> this will come out. This will probably come out right around the King of Trios too. By the time we put this up, so guys, make sure you check that out in the Philly area. I don't think there's a, a company that's any more fun to watch than Chicago. King of Trios is their major weekend. Yeah, shout out to Philly. That's uh, number four on our download list. So Philly is uh, one of our fans. That's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let her go, JP. Yeah. Thank you, All Chris. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll